A Yukon Health tradition continues for a 17th year. Three students are spending the summer on a cross-country bicycle tour, coast to coast for a cause. This is the Yukon Health Pulse, a podcast to help you get to know Yukon Health and its people a little better, and hopefully leave you with some health information you'll find useful. This is Chris DeFrancesco. Now, it started in 2006 when two UConn medical students pedaled from California to Connecticut to raise money for leukemia research. Over the years, the route and the cause have changed, and of course, so have the students. Today, we meet this year's Coast to Coast team. We have medical student Julia Neri, who's also pursuing a Master of Public Health degree. We have dental student Brian Legato and medical student Dustin Moore. Thank you all three of you for joining us today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Let's start off with what this year's cause is. Who can tell us about that? Yeah, so this year we are biking for the Hole in the Wall Gang Camp, which is a camp for children with serious illnesses. So this is a place where they can raise a little hell. Mm. Um, A lot of these children, they have really serious illnesses. They even have a rare rare, um, disease um, group where all these kids can just go to camp because that's such a huge part of any child's growing up. And it's a place where they don't have to be seen as the sick kid anymore. They can really be that youthful young kid and just have fun and really see how much they can do even if they have an illness. So tell us how pedaling coast to coast actually helps raise money for the Hole in the Wall Gang Camp. What's the the fundraising element to that? Right. So uh, this year we have a goal of $15,000 that we want to raise. And all of this money goes uh, directly to Hole in the Wall Camp. We're not using any of it for ourselves. We're fully self-funding our trip for it. Um, we've had a variety of different fundraisers so far. Uh, most notably, we had a faculty talent show, uh, which had a lot of shenanigans in it. Um, lots of different student faculty showing off just amazing performances. Um, and all of it is just to kind of send more and more kids uh, to camp. So it takes about uh, $2,500 to send one kid to camp. And so far we have I think just over 10,000. So we've sent four. We're hoping for two more by the end of our trip. Fantastic. You're already off to a pretty good start, it sounds like. Yeah, it's really exciting. How can people help? Just donating and talking about it. So uh, we're trying to get the word out to as many people as possible. And, you know, the more people hear about it, the more reach we'll get and the more people will be willing to donate. Um, I think it's also really cool that we can say, you know, we've already raised $10,000 and that can really incentivize um, other people to be like, oh, well, a lot of people have already donated. Maybe I should do that as well. What we'll do is we'll put your website in the notes of the show, and then people, anyone listening, can just click their way through and find out exactly how to get yeah. some money over it. All right. Now we need to hear about what uh, a little bit about each of you. First of all, academically, Dustin, go ahead. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from, and what are you aspiring to be, uh, or do you know yet? Yeah, so uh, I'm from Berlin, New Hampshire. It's a very rural, small town um, near the border of Canada. And um, I've really wanted to be a doctor for a long time, uh, since I was a little kid. And, you know, when you grow up in a small town like that, people are like, okay, yeah, sure. (laughs) But uh, I've worked really hard, and and now I'm here and um, trying to do the best I can and uh, I'm not really sure what specialty I want yet 
Um, but hopefully once we get into clerkships, we'll figure that out. People should know you, you folks just finished your first year. Yes. So right it's not really decision time just quite yet. Not, not, not yet. Quite we, yet. Have a, we have a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Brian, you're, you're a rising second year for the Yukon School of Dental Medicine. But as I understand it, you end up in pretty much all the same class as the medical students, right, for your first two years, right? Right. So the, the way that the dental school curriculum is set up is other than uh, a few classes, I'm pretty much just a, a medical student right now. <laughs> Um, but we do have our own kind of uh, unique introductory classes, getting our hand pieces all set up and learning the basics of what we need to know. Um, but it, it's been an incredible experience at UConn Dental. We're, a little bit about you, where are you from and what are you aspiring to be within the field of dental medicine? So uh, originally I'm from Colchester, Connecticut, uh, and I want to work half-time as well as teach half-time. Uh, we have a number of incredible professors here at this school. Um, and they've really inspired me, and I've always liked teaching. Um, so I want to kind of emulate what they are doing and continue on the tradition. Excellent. And Julia, medical school and our graduate school pursuing an MPH. So tell us how that's going to work. Yeah, so I have been interested in public health since undergrad at UConn. I started taking some public health classes then. So I knew I wanted to continue that into my medical degree because I think it's such an important aspect of health that sometimes um, we don't always think about. And I really want to incorporate that as I move forward. I personally know that I want to go into pediatrics. So there's so many children coming from all walks of life, and it's really important to think about the public health aspect of that. Excellent. Well, your, your level of motivation is quite impressive. And that carries on to my next question, which is what's motivating you to give up your last free summer and pedal, what is it, almost 4,000 miles over the course of two months? Oh, yeah. It's How'd you lot. get involved with this? <laughs> we really got involved because right off the bat when we enter medical school during our orientation period, the um, people from last year's group come in and talk to us. And they're like, hey, there's this awesome thing called Coast to Coast. Everyone should do it. So that's really was the first time I'm like, this sounds awesome. I'm totally going to do this. And then it kind of just evolved from that where you have about 18 people that are like, yeah, I really want to do this, yeah. down to all of a sudden only three of us are actually doing it. So I really wanted to do this because of the great cause that it is for. It's for these children. I've grown up doing a lot of these different fundraising events for people with illness, and this just fit really well with like the mindset that I've always had going towards like, we can do um, something to help other people, so why not do it kind of thing. And I think about these children too, how they're battling every day with these illnesses and they're really, like they are raising a little hell. So if they're doing this every single day for months, maybe years, I can put myself through a little bit of hell for two months. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What about you, Dustin? Yeah, so like Julia, I've, I'm not new to the fundraising uh, thing either. Um, illness, serious illness affects everybody, whether you have a serious illness or you're somebody you love is affected. So I've done fundraising um, primarily for cancer research in the past um, by, you know, last time I went out, I did Relay for Life, I uh, ran and walked 30 miles over the 18 hours um, in memory of my grandmother. 
And uh, this is kind of like the same deal. So I'm a cyclist and I love camping. I'm the, you know, crunchy granola type that wears <laughs> socks and sandals. <laughs> um, no, it's true. I can attest to that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think this will be a really fun trip. And it's for, like Julia said, an amazing cause. Um, so it's really a win-win. All right. What about you, Brian? How'd you get involved? Uh, honestly, like similar to the two of you, uh, kind of just getting so interested right in the beginning, um, and then slowly realizing like this is like the last chance we'll ever actually get to do something like this. And not only is it for a good cause, it seems so incredible um, to be able to see the country like this. All right, you said you're a cyclist. How about either one of you taking on any kind of distance endurance type physical challenges like this? So. I was a runner and swimmer growing up. So last summer to raise money for cancer research, I ran a half marathon on a Saturday. And then the very next day I swam a mile and a half in the ocean. So cycling, no, but (laughs) (laughs) biking or um, running and swimming. Yes, I've done those. (sighs) Okay. What about you? You were shaking your head when I was asking. Yeah, I've gotten very familiar the past several weeks with a stationary bike, Um, but that's about it so far. Uh, I've biked in the past, but nothing uh, super long distance like this. But uh, hopefully in the beginning, we'll uh, get our bearings quick. Sounds like when some bike maintenance is needed that we're going to you for that, right, Dustin? Yeah, that'll be me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I've been doing it for about 10 years. Now, What's so. the longest you've you've bicycled for, like, one stretch? Uh, my longest ride has been a uh, metric century, which is 100 kilometers. I believe that comes out to 65, 66 miles okay. or so, something like that, yeah. Um, but I've done a few of those. The general plan now, I mean, we've had some version of this ride for – 17 years now and we used to start the golden gate bridge and now we start up in anacortes washington so you're going to seattle Mm -hmm. Uh, and i should say by the time anyone's listening to this you'll already be out on the road heading back east we're actually speaking to you the day before you leave yep so tell us a little about how this whole thing breaks down we sent our bikes out a couple weeks ago um and basically we're going to be going um like julia said along the northern tier which is basically following the canadian border um and normally it would go up into Maine, um, but we're since we live here in Connecticut, we're going to finish here in Connecticut. So we will go across Washington, Idaho, Montana, North Dakota, Wisconsin, Michigan, uh, briefly go up into Canada, and then come back down through New York um, and into Connecticut and finish on the uh, East Coast. And you're keeping a blog. Yes, we are. We'll also put that link in the show notes. But uh, I have to say, every year the pictures on the blog get better and better. because, it, And like you said, Brian, it's such a great way to see the country. The photos are breathtaking quite often, and they're always fun. And so I'm always glad when I hear the students are doing a blog because then we can all kind of follow along with you. And I'm sure it's good for the parents and loved ones too. Yeah, definitely. And um, this year we're also having an Instagram, Yukon Coast to Coast 2022. Um, So a lot of the photos will be on there as well. And we'll have a link to all of our different um, blogs and possibly a TikTok as well for videos. That might be a first. Yeah. (laughs) That might. Okay. What are you most looking forward to? Uh, I think almost all of us are looking forward to Glacier National Park as being one of our major stops. Um, We've heard just so much about it, and it's just such a beautiful place. Uh, So we definitely want to try and stop there uh, if we can. Yeah. I'm also really looking forward to the Great Lakes. I have never actually seen 
like any of the Great Lakes. So that's um, really exciting to be able to um, take a ferry across one of them. Excellent. Uh, Glacier is my choice as well, um, but I guess to be a little different, uh, Niagara Falls will also be cool okay. when we go, we'll go down there. What are you most worried about? Oh, the first two weeks. <laughs> Definitely the first two weeks. <laughs> um, because since we're starting in Washington, we're going over the Cascades and the Rockies. <laughs> So definitely worried about all those mountains for the first two weeks. Yeah, getting in shape will be tough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, the yeah. ride forces you to get in shape, though, doesn't it? I mean, that's oh, what yeah, I've been hearing year to year. It's like by the time you're back, you're like those first two weeks were really hard, but like you could handle them a lot better. By we the set time the best in, of intentions. Uh, you know, we wanted to train and make sure we were ready, but uh, that kind of. You know, as we were studying for our exams, went by the wayside. Um, so we don't have a whole lot of miles under our belt so far this spring. So we'll be really hurting the first couple of weeks. But like you said, then then we'll be fine after that. What are you most worried about? Uh, probably not knowing how to fix my bike and Dustin being 20 miles ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll help you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Julia and I have a pack to stay together, even if Dustin heads go, goes far ahead. And for folks who don't know, two months, I mean, it's not like you have established place to spend the night, right? So you guys have kind of a, a variety of different things you'll be doing over the course of those two months. So tell us a little bit of how that works. Yeah, so uh, we're, it's kind of, you know, play by ear kind of thing. Um, but we're going to try to have a place to stay a, about a week in advance. So we'll continually find places as we're going because, you know, you never know. It may rain. It may be 110 degrees one day and, you know, we shouldn't bike in that. So we kind of have to be flexible. And so we're going to be staying at a few different kinds of places. We'll be doing a lot of camping. We'll be staying with hosts through this um, website called Warm Showers, which is basically a website where cyclists host other cyclists um, at their personal homes. And because we're going on a really popular touring route, the Northern Tier, there's a ton of warm showers locations along that route. And all of the interactions I've had with them so far, talking and trying to find places have been so positive. Uh, They know Yukon because we do this every year. So um, a lot of them are excited to have us back. And if we can't do one of those two, we'll get a motel or hotel or something like that. Coast to coast, so you start in the Pacific, you end in the Atlantic. So where in the Atlantic are you going to uh, actually complete the ride when it's all said and done? Did you work uh, that part out Old yet? Old Saybrook, I believe, is the la- last stop right on the ocean. Okay. Yeah, we stop here in Farmington, um, kind of get a night's rest at home. Um, and then people join us for that very last leg of the ride. Very good. Well, thank you so much for taking a few minutes right before you leave to tell me about this. And I wish you the best of luck. Please safe travels. Uh, You have heard from Dustin Moore from the Yukon School of Medicine, Brian Legato from the Yukon School of Dental Medicine, and Julia Neary from both the medical school and the graduate school. And that is our time for today. So for Julia and Dustin and Brian, I'm Christy Francesco. Thank you for listening to the Yukon Health Pulse. Be sure to subscribe so you can catch us next time. And please share with a friend. Thank you.